0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lucky Girl Podcast, your go-to podcast for creating your dream life. I'm your host, Lexi Prieto, and I hope you are ready to enter your luckiest era ever. Guys, I am sitting in my car right now to record this episode, and actually, I'm not even kidding you. There's a possum walking past me right now, (laughs) and I literally got so sidetracked because I was doing the intro and I just saw this possum walking past and I was like oh my god because I love animals but I'm deathly afraid of possums. But anyways, welcome to the very first Lucky Girl Talk episode. It's episode 15. It felt only right to have this be the first ever Lucky Girl Talk episode. So for the Lucky Girl Talks, there are no plans, no topics. Just what I've been going through in life, a little girl talk session, you know, just whatever I want to talk about. And yeah, just no plans, no topics, just me and you talking, so I'm pretty excited. We are going to still do our Lucky Girl segments. We're not going to do the weekly recap because that's literally the entire episode of just talking about what's been going on in my life. But let's go ahead and get into the Lucky Girl segments. But before we do that, let's get our social medias out of the way. So if you want to follow the podcast Instagram, that's going to be at Lucky Girl Pod. That's L-U-C-K-Y-G-I-R-L-P-O-D. If you guys listen to this podcast, I want you to follow the Lucky Girl pod Instagram and post whenever you're listening because you guys are so adorable. Our Lucky Girl fam... Uh, it's just so cute. I think we're you guys are just so freaking adorable. And I'm so excited to see you guys loving the podcast as much as I love it. It's just so, so, so surreal to see this family we're creating. And I also want to give you guys a chance to come up with our family name. So I've been calling us the Lucky Girl Fam for a while, but if you guys don't like that, we could also be the Lucky Club. And I think I can see some merch in the future that says, like, the Lucky Club that's super cute. So let me know in the DMs if you like the Lucky Club or the Lucky Girl Fam more. But now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and get right into the lucky girl segments of the week. So starting off with the lucky girl obsession, as always, I have two. The first one is matcha and I'm surprised this has not been an obsession of mine sooner because I remember wanting to like matcha For so long. I tried it for the first time when I was like 16 and I tried Starbucks matcha and it was disgusting. It tasted like literal dirt and I was like, that's terrible. I'm never drinking it again. But all the aesthetic girlies, the wellness girlies that are like me, they love matcha. So I was like, I just want to like matcha because it's just so pretty. So a couple weeks ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to give matcha one more try. I tried it at this place called Milligram Coffee in Costa Mesa, which I live in SoCal. So it's in California. And it's so Good. I literally became so quickly obsessed with it. I was like, okay, either my taste buds have changed or I just did not give it a fighting chance when I first tried it. But I also first tried it like over five years ago. So it's probably the taste buds thing. But now I'm friggin obsessed with matcha. Obsessed every single day. There's a place also called Nook Coffee Bar near where I live that's so yummy that I will go out of my way to get and I got it today. I got the strawberry matcha with oat milk and a pump of vanilla and it is the perfect balance of sweet because the strawberry and the vanilla and then this like earthy undertone and I love it. It is so, 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 so good. My absolute obsession. I can't believe I haven't talked about it. Sooner. And then my second lucky girl obsession is my hair because if you guys don't know, if you guys don't watch the vlogs, I dyed my hair back my natural color, which is a dark brown, and it feels so invigorating to have my hair my natural color again. I have been blonde and ginger and like lighter colors for the better part of a year, and I think in a way I was. Hiding away from my insecurities of not feeling enough because I was scared that I, I'm i not different enough to be able to make it in my career, which we'll get way more into that in this episode, but... The second I dyed my hair back my natural color, it was so empowering. I felt so pretty. I felt so confident. And I just absolutely love this hair color on me. Like, it's obviously the hair color I'm meant to be having. So, I love it so much. I think it's so beautiful. And I'm so excited to be back in my dark hair era. I just feel so powerful. And then, what has made me feel lucky this week? like I said, I have no plans, no topics, nothing written down. I don't even have the podcast planner in front of me. So I'm just gonna riff on like whatever has made me feel lucky this week. And I'm gonna say my friends have made me feel very, very lucky this week. I went out with two of my gal pals this week and we originally were gonna go to this flea market like pop-up shop type deal in Orange County and we got there and the line was literally wrapped around the block and we were like yeah how about we don't do that so we decided to go to Lido and if you don't know Lido, Lido's this bougie like place on the water you would think that like we are gonna go to brunch at this really really fancy restaurant and we ended up going to this like broke down diner that like all the food was cheap and we had the time of our lives and the food was so good and it was just so much fun so they made me just feel very very lucky to be who I am and to be able to experience life this way so they honestly were the highlight of my week But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So for this lucky girl talk, I've been thinking all week of what I want to talk about, what I feel is super, super important to talk about, you know, just girl talk stuff. So I really, really, really wanted to talk about Feeling like a fraud and imposter syndrome when it comes to living a positive lifestyle. I posted a reel a couple days ago about this exactly. So... It says something along the lines of, you're allowed to feel angry and frustrated even though you fancy yourself a positive person. It doesn't make you a fraud and it doesn't make you any less positive. It just means you're human and you are allowed to have different facets of yourself. And that is something I have been struggling with for the better part of my life, but especially this past month with my content creation becoming a bigger part of my life and it becoming more and more successful as the time goes by. We're growing always. I go through these periods of feeling like such an imposter because. I the lucky girl podcast is all about positivity and living this positive life and then I'll have bad days and I won't feel positive and I will even feel dare I say unlucky some days and I'll go home and just think like what am I doing like should I even have this career should I even continue the podcast should I just give it up if I'm not being feeling like a lucky girl but that's the literal point of the lucky girl podcast that's the point of what being a lucky girl is because being a lucky girl means all the good things all the bad things you know that they happen for a reason because they are making you better and they're helping you grow and that is why you are lucky because you are constantly growing into a better person and that is something I constantly keep reminding myself that even when I have these bad days, even when I'm in these depressive episodes of my life because I I am very open about my mental health and, or at least I really want to be and it's definitely a top priority in my content creation, in my career. I want to be vulnerable with you guys. I want to tell you what I've been going through and I do struggle with anxiety and depression a lot. I have these depressive episodes where... I, I just feel unmotivated to do anything and especially in my career because my career is such a big part of my life because I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. This is what I know I'm meant to be doing so... Whenever I'm in these episodes of not feeling enough, not feeling like anything's gonna happen, even if it's illogical, even if I see the numbers, I see we're growing, I see the positivity, the change that's happening in people's lives because of the podcast, because of my content as a whole, it'll be completely illogical and I'll still just be like, I can't do it. There's nothing like I'm not growing, it's not possible. When there's literal factual proof that I can, and that's something that I I am constantly working on and reminding myself that I'm allowed to be angry and I'm allowed to be frustrated and I'm allowed to cry and I'm allowed to you know be hurt but all of this all of our emotions are fuel and we talked about this in the last episode but all of our emotions are fuel and we can either let it burn us out or we can use the fuel to relight our passions in life so whenever I feel angry and frustrated like I can't do this Now I am in go-go-go mode of I can do this and I'm using that frustration and that anger to light this passion of proving the naysayers wrong, proving myself wrong sometimes and that is just what I really have been focusing on and what I've been going through for multiple days now is just like continuously reminding myself you cannot let this anger and frustration Continue and continue and continue. Use it as fuel until it turns into positive. And I have been struggling with it, but I know what to do and I'm getting better at it every single day. And something I also wanted to talk about is within myself, within my life, I don't really have a support system. My family is very, very broken in my eyes. I don't talk to my dad. My mom was never in the picture. Two of my siblings never reach out to me, so I never talk to them. And I'm only close to my two older sisters. So it's been very, very hard to live out here in California with nobody, no support system, no family. I essentially became so, so, so alone that I had to be my own biggest supporter. When I first started, actually living my dream life and actually starting working towards the things I know would help me create my dream life. It was terrifying because I had nobody, not one person in my corner saying, you can do this. It is possible. You can create your dream life. So I had to be that voice. I had to be constantly constantly reassuring myself that I can do it it is possible and if you've ever felt this way and if you felt like your family doesn't support you just know that you are not alone and I am here for you and I relate to it so 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 much because I grew up with a single dad and he was a superhero in my eyes he raised five of us all by himself when he very easily could have given up and It was so hard, I don't want to start crying, but it was so hard to come to terms with the fact that he doesn't think that I could be successful. So I, I essentially said goodbye to my dad this year and it was a very ambiguous loss and if you don't know what ambiguous means, it just means he's not gone, but he's gone from my life and it hurts so much to no longer have parents. No longer, even if our relationship wasn't as potent as it could be, even if there wasn't a lot of substance in it, I could still at the end of the day say like, I have a dad or like, you know, I think my dad wishes well for me. But things happened this year that made me know for an actual fact that he doesn't support me and he doesn't think that I can succeed with this dream that I am creating in my life. And something about me that I will constantly, constantly, constantly tell you guys is no matter who they are, no matter if they're family, if they're your dad, your mom, your sibling, if they're a friend that you've had for years if they make you feel small, then they do not deserve a space in your life. And I'm so passionate about that because I actually had to actively make that choice to cut off my dad from having a relationship with me. And I think what really hurt the most with that whole situation was that he just let it happen. He didn't fight for our relationship, our father-daughter relationship. He didn't say, I want to continue contact with you. Let's work this out. He said, it's your choice and has not contacted me since the beginning of this year. And that hurts. And that really made me angry. And it made me frustrated. And it made me sad. And it made me feel like I couldn't do this because what am I to do if I don't have a support system? But then it made me realize that I have a choice to prove to everybody who thinks that I can't do it. That I am stronger than anybody could have ever thought. That I could actually, actually create my dream life. And even when it gets hard and even when it sucks, even when I want to give up, I will not. Because it will lead me to my dream life. And I'm not saying to live your life in proof of proving them wrong. You know, I'm not saying that. You need to live your life for yourself, but I think it had to fuel me of wanting to prove my dad wrong, wanting to prove these people that were in my hometown that never thought I had enough, that were so shocked when I first moved out here and didn't think I would make it. It fueled this passion. Like I said, I used the anger and the hurt and the frustration to fuel this passion of this life that I am now living because now it is not in... A push and pull between my dad I'm not doing this in spite of him I'm doing this because I know I deserve more and I know I can create more and does it feel nice to know that I am proving him wrong or proving anybody wrong who thinks that I can't do it yeah it feels nice to know that it's actually possible and I'm truly creating my dream life but that is no longer the only contributing factor of why I do this I do this because I know my life purpose is creating a positive difference in this world. And you guys have already told me how much you guys love the podcast and how much it's changing your life and it's helping you grow into a better person and that is the Biggest validation that I will ever need from anybody ever because I'm so, so, so happy that you guys love it as much as I do. This podcast means everything to me, guys. Absolutely everything. And the fact that you guys love it as much as I do is just the best feeling in the entire, entire world. But once again, I just want to let you know that if you feel like nobody supports you and you're letting that hold you back, I just want to tell you. Don't let it hold you back anymore. You can do this. you It's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. But you can fight for what you want in life. Your dreams are completely, completely, completely possible. The thing that I think is the craziest in the entire world is that literally anything is possible. And I mean literally anything. Anything. If I wanted to be the president of the United States, I literally could do that. If I really truly wanted to, I could put in the work and literally become the president of the United States. Anything is possible. Like it's so crazy. And you hear this sentence and you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like we hear this sentence, anything is possible all the time. But sit down and really, really work through that because it's actually comical when you realize that you spend so much time being scared. When anything is possible, no. I, I'm i no longer being scared of creating my dream life because the only way you fail is if you give up. Eventually, you will get to where you want to go. With me personally especially, within content creating, I think about this all the time. Okay, let me give you a little story, okay? A little analogy, if you will. Whenever you start a new job, right let's say there's 50 workers in this job. You eventually find one person. You're like, okay, they're cool. I'm they're who I talk to. They're my friend, at least one person, right? And that's 50 people. So let's say your odds are one in 50. Now put those odds to billions, literal billions of people and see who vibes with you, who would like to hear more about your life. You know, like there are billions of people in this world and especially with content creating you will find your community eventually you just have to keep working towards it keep being vulnerable and being authentic and your people will find you and they're gonna want to be around you and they're going to want to see you create this dream life for yourself and see you living your happiest life and be rooting for you and that is what literally set this fire in me to begin this year of my content creation career because I had this realization I was like eventually I will find my people eventually I am going to be able to be financially sufficient in this that I get to do this 24 seven as my entire life and I get to find this passion and this truly deeply becomes my life and I know that the key to that for me is those two words that I just said vulnerability and being authentic because I know I am who I am and once again who I am is the key to my success something that I think I've struggled a lot with with content was finding a niche because when you first start out everybody tells you find a niche find a niche and stick to that niche because you'll find your people that way and while I do agree in some way that a niche is good and you don't want to be like all over the place but at the same time lifestyle is a niche so if you want your niche to just be your life that is your niche. I think for me personally, my niche is wellness lifestyle. So obviously within the wellness category, it's creating the dream life, maintaining a positive mindset, being open about mental health, fighting to be a happier person. I think that is what my wellness is. It's not all about green juices and going to the gym and whatever you may see that's on the surface it's also about finding balance and actively working towards becoming a happier person and allowing yourself to have these bad days but not letting it be every single day not letting it fuel you not letting it ruin your week just because you had a bad day that is what wellness is about to me and that is what I make sure my content is about because I want you guys to know although I do like green juice I do love going to the gym I love matcha and I love living an aesthetic life That is not all that wellness is to me because I do actively fight for my mental health to be better. I am an advocate for going to therapy if it's right for you or talking to somebody if it's right for you or continuously continuously fighting to better yourself. I love journaling. Journaling is the one thing that I will always, always, always tell you guys. If you're going through a hard time, if you feel like you're in a rut, if you feel stuck, start journaling. It will change your life because... In our mind, there is so much happening in our brain and it's very, very chaotic in there, you know? We can be feeling these feelings, but it's almost subconscious because we're not putting it into the into words. We're just saying, okay, I feel angry, I feel frustrated. But the second you write it down, you put it into paper, you start actively talking about why you feel this anxiety. It's like this insane sense of relief and it feels... So good when you journal. So I implore you to buy a journal. Literally, there's like two dollar spiral notebooks at Walmart or Target, and just buy one and start writing. Whatever you, however you want to do it. It's silly at first. You're gonna feel really, really goofy, and you're gonna feel so weird because you're gonna be like, "Why am I writing a literal diary?" It's and like especially when you're an adult. Like I started journaling deeply when I was 19. And when I first started journaling, I was like, this is so silly. Like I'm literally writing in a journal as if it's like a diary, like dear diary. And that just felt so silly to me. But I started writing to the journal as if it was a separate person. I would write dear journal or, or, hey, it's me. Like I would make sure that It was like I was talking to a therapist almost or to somebody I trusted and I was writing all these things down and slowly by slowly, I now have five journals filled up and now I'm 21 and I started a new journal and I... I love journaling I try to do it every night even though I don't but I try my hardest to do it every night especially whenever I'm feeling really big feelings I, I try my hardest to accommodate to that and you know better myself no matter what but journaling is just the biggest gift in the entire world, and making your own, you know, you can personalize it, make it special to you, for me personally, I get all my journals from this store called Typo, I don't know if it's just a California store, or if there are more places, I'll look that up, but there's this really cool, like, leather journals that I get and they come in different colors. And the color I have right now is this like beige color, which is very fitting for the aesthetic of my life right now. I've been really into like this soft girl aesthetic and this very gentle, restful, easy, like part of my life, you know? And I always put, I got this from one of my expanders, Orion Carlotto she, whenever she started a journal, she would always put a photograph of her and say, this is what I look like now. And I have done the exact same thing. So I have these journals that have Polaroids on the front page of me in that era. And like last year's journal, I had really short hair and it was so weird. And like, it's just so nice to see myself in the beginning of those journals. Because when I look back, it's just so good to put a face to what who's writing, you know, essentially, even though it's still me. Like, 18 year old Lexi is a very different girl than 21 year old Lexi, you know, like we are different people. And it's just so, it feels so nice to be able to see 18 year olds' face and just know what she was writing. I wish I had my journals with me so I can read you two different pages because I actually read these in a podcast episode and then I ended up cutting them because they weren't really cohesive to what I was talking about. But there's a journal entry that I wrote I think a year or two ago. No, it was almost exactly a year ago when I was in one of the worst phases of my life. I was unhappy with my job. I was very insecure within my body, within a, within my life as a whole, I was just in this very, very, very dark place. And I remember writing something like, when will change happen? It doesn't feel like it's happening to me. I feel so unlucky. It's not possible. I was in this just very, very doubted place, limiting beliefs like were everywhere. It was so bad. It was so, so, so sad too, to like be able to read this back. But it was literally talking about how unhappy I was, how much I wanted a change and how much I was angry at myself for having already spent two years in California and not doing what I came here to do, which was create content. And I was angry and I was mad. And then I looked at a journal entry that I wrote two months ago and it started with something like, the podcast is doing so well. I love my content creation. Something like that. It was something that was like if the person who wrote the journal entry two years ago were to read it. They would have been so like gobsmacked that this is my life right now, that I am actively creating my dream life. I am living the career that I've always wanted to have, and it's just such a gift to have. So these journals help me grow so much, but it also shows that change is always, always happening. It is always around us. It is ever-changing, and there is nothing we can do but grow with it and continue to change together So that's really just what I've been going through is understanding that change is okay and change is a gift and I'm allowed to be sad and angry and I'm allowed to feel hurt but at the end of the day, change is going to happen no matter what and it is my greatest gift and a privilege to be able to feel this change and to be able to use it as positive fuel and create this dream life within myself and help you guys create your dream lives too. This is what the podcast is really, really about. I just want to help you guys because I love you guys. We are creating this beautiful, wonderful community. I love seeing your guys' faces whenever you guys post about the podcast. I just absolutely adore you guys and we are still at the beginning of this. I can't believe we haven't even been doing this for half a year and I'm seeing such growth and I'm seeing just this pure happiness within all of us and at the end of the day, I want to tell you this right now and take this as an oath. I don't care about money. I don't care about numbers. I just care about you guys. I care about constantly helping you guys see that creating your dream life is possible. It's hard, but it's possible. And you guys are strong enough to do it. I absolutely can guarantee that to you that you are strong enough to do it. I love you guys so much. You have no idea. You guys are the bright light in my days. Even when I have the worst days ever, I just think about the fact that we get to be here together and we get to create this positive life for each other. And it's just such a gift because You guys are a main part of my dream life too. I need you guys to help me create my dream life. And the fact that I get to help you guys create your dream life is this beautiful cycle that I never want to get out of because I just absolutely adore the life that I get to live. And my future looks so bright and your future looks so bright. And if the girl who wrote in the journal two years ago would have heard me say that, she would have thought I was crazy because my biggest fear from when I was a kid all the way till I was literally until this year, my biggest fear was my future because I knew what I wanted to do, but I was so afraid to go for it and I never felt like I was good enough. And now here I am and I know I'm good enough and I know that my future is just beginning and it is such a gift to be able to be here with you and to have this with you. So that is it for the Lucky Girl Talk episode of the podcast. It was really fun to just sit and just kind of ramble and to talk to you guys. I hope it felt like we were here together and you guys were getting to have a little look into my life and I was able to be very, very vulnerable with you guys. I I absolutely treasure you guys and I love you and I will never stop singing your praises, but... That is it for this episode of the Lucky Girl Podcast. Make sure that you leave a five-star rate and review because it helps out the podcast so, so, so much. It helps us reach other lucky girls and together we are creating our dream lives and living more positively. That is a hard word, positively. I don't have a lucky girl quote to send us out. I usually like look that up, but let me just leave you with this. You are enough. You got this. Anything you want is possible. You are strong enough. You are powerful enough to actually work for this. I love you. Have the best week ever and always, always, always stay lucky. (laughs) Bye guys.